Welcome into the 82nd episode of the Breakdown Podcast. I'm the host here, Josh Wissey, Josh underscore Wissey on Instagram to my left, Jackson Klein. What's up, guys? Jackson underscore Klein on Instagram. We are about, what time is it? It's about 5 o'clock. I assume the fight's going to be at 12 midnight. Uh, it's scheduled on Fando for 11, which is early, I feel like, for six fights plus all these concerts, and it starts at 7. Yeah, it'll probably I, be back. I think it's going to be 12. Um, the UFC fight's scheduled for 1240. Right now, I'm hoping they're not at the same time. I'm praying. But not we are, bad. Oh, uh, seven. So if it's five, so five is ten. Yeah. Seven hours away then from the biggest boxing fight of 2021. The biggest fight of 2021. I know Poirier McGregor's gonna beat it. It's set to do two million pay per views. Now that's a big number. The Tyson, uh, whoever the hell he fought, I don't know. That did 1.6 million. This is gonna do two million pay per views. It's because it's only twenty dollars outside of the United States. I think out of the side of the United States, they're selling it as a concert. And not really a boxing fight. But everyone's like, oh, Jake Paul's doing all the, the numbers. He's getting all the sales. I don't think he is. I think it's actually Ben Asher. Do you see what this guy's been doing on YouTube? Nah. He's been getting views on views for this stuff. Like millions okay. of views, like 2 million views for his stuff on YouTube and Twitter. And Jake Paul's getting like 500,000. That's interesting. And this, do you see what he did? So he's been releasing footage from training and it looks terrible. He's never been a striker. The striking looks terrible. Right? Then he came out, the each fighter on the card did an open workout. He looked amazing. Like he was like trolling everybody. Right? Okay. So everyone's like, oh, Jake, that doesn't matter. Why would you do that? Jake Paul, Jake Paul doesn't care. He did it for the views. And he got them. And he got the hype around him. He got the fame for a little bit. Now, if he wins, like he said, he might be a superstar doing reality show boxing fights. Which, okay. I think they're already setting up the narrative. If he wins, then he's going to fight Logan Paul. I think they're already trying <laughs> to set up that narrative, which I don't know how that's going to go. Ben Ashton was on Logan Paul's podcast the other day. Very weird okay. uh, to watch, honestly. I don't know why they did that. It was, I think, just to sell the fight, which I don't know. This makes me think the fight isn't real. It's all an act. Yeah, it's that that's show. just about views and money. But it's really, really weird. Um. If you are here to hear more about that Ben Askren Jake Paul fight, we are going to break everything down. We're going to give our predictions. We're going to go over the resume. We're going to. I'm going to break down every way the fight could possibly go. It's going to be later in the episode though. After trivia, we'll do that. We're going to start with NFL. I got two things in the NFL before we talk about that. Edelman retiring, and then this whole 49ers Mac Jones Justin Fields drama. I want to talk about before we get to the UFC fight. First off, Julian Edelman retires, got released, and then retired. Yeah, because he failed a physical. That's what happened? Yeah, he failed a physical. Okay. Well, he's had problems with that. Yeah, he got he had an injury. Like That was mainly why, because you said his body couldn't keep it up at this point. And the, and the whole PEDs. That's yeah. why I don't understand. How could he be all a family literally tested positive for steroids? I don't know. And then you have someone like Barry Bonds in the MLB. Well, those are two different was never proven. He was never proven. I, I know, I know. To be honest, steroids, it looked obvious, but it was never proven that he's not in the, in the Hall of Fame right now. Yeah, those are two different leagues, though. But I get what you mean, totally. It is a little suspicious, in my opinion. Um, I just want to know, when I saw this headline, I immediately thought Tampa Bay. That's where <laughs> we're going to see this guy, Tampa Bay. Do you think there's still a possibility we see him in Tampa Bay? I think it's less than with Gronk. But I think, of course, there's a possibility because he's going to have his best two buddies convincing him and joking around to come join the team. So I think at least for a year he'll maybe do it. Give it a year, say he did it, and maybe call it quits again. Do you think he takes a year off like Gronk? Yeah, I, I think he's not going to come back. He does need to rest. His body's beat up pretty badly. He failed physical for a reason. 
I think. I don't even feel physical. Like, I, mean, I, I don't know the exact terms of what happens. Okay. I don't even know how you feel physical. Um, but okay. So, do you think he's a Hall of Famer? If he never plays again, never steps on foot again. I'm going to say, the only thing that gives him a strong case is Super Bowls, which... Yes. It's not really him. You know, you have Brady, you have Belichick, Gronk, the defense, all those things, all those factors. The only thing I will give Julian Edelman credit for is the catch he had in the Falcons game. <laughs> so the only thing I'll give him credit for, great, fantastic. That's the moment everyone will remember him by, which is a great moment to be remembered by. Of course, that was the game-changing play. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, he caught the ball, like, grabbed it before it hit the ground. It was like a centimeter from him. Yeah. And he, and he snagged it. Uh, it was crazy. And it helped... It pretty much gave the Patriots that Momentum comeback just everything started. to win that game. If he doesn't make that catch, they lose that game. So I was pretty sure that's fourth down. Yeah. Or at least a long third down. Huge catch by Edelman. Um yeah, do you see do you say he's an all of fame? I don't think he did enough in the regular season to be called it. I think there's others that could be it. I wouldn't be totally surprised if he gets it, but my guess would be no. It won't be first ballot. Definitely, Definitely not. shouldn't. I would hope not. If no. it isn't that's interesting. It, you know, it, I managed Guaranteed be first ballot. Uh, I can see him being second. I'm not saying. I'm just saying if it, Eli, if, man, if Edelman gets a first ballot, then Eli, Eli should, should be. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can understand that point. Yeah. All right. NFL now fields Mac Jones drama. Okay, 49ers. I want to talk. I want to ask you this because you're the one that told me this rumor that the 49ers were taking Mac Jones. I was like, nah, you're crazy. I looked on Fanduel; he was minus two seventy to be picked third. Do you know where that came from? Like, out of curiosity, do you know where that? I came think from? it's just the 49ers guy. To the 49ers want. I don't see a reason because yes, Mac Jones could fit in other spots. But yeah, I heard that that uh, rumor, and it's seeming to be at least. On the odds, very true in every mock draft. Okay, so then I, you know, I was laying in bed one night. I was going through YouTube. And I saw Pat McAfee's uh, Pat McAfee video came up my feed saying reacting to the 49ers saying they're open to the option of picking Justin Fields. Now I think that's just an, a nicely way of putting dumbasses. We're not picking Mac Jones. Yeah. Open your eyes. Once I saw that, I went right to FanDuel. Check the odds. Justin Fields is now minus 135 to be picked third. He was plus 300 that morning. Wait, so what is Mac Jones? Now? Plus one twenty five. Oh wow, okay. Um, so big, big difference there. Justin Fields is the right pick, in my opinion. For a play now, yeah. But thing is they don't want to play now here. So this is the thing. If you want a shot, if you want a shot play, a shot play, a shot play, a shot bet during the draft, plus twenty six hundred. Zach Wilson be the third number third pick. Plus two thousand six hundred Zach Wilson to be the number third pick, and I know you're saying Jets are drafting him. Jets are drafting him. It reason like reality. Okay, the Jets are drafting him. Logically, I don't think it makes sense for the Jets to draft him. Here's why: you get rid of your quarterback, he's gone. Sam Darnold's no longer on this team. That means you're you're coming in with a quarterback day one, plug in starter. That's Justin Fields. I looked at Justin Fields as he's plus twelve hundred. It's not as much for Zach Wilson to be third, so I would bet Jack Wilson to be third. That's a shot play. Justin Fields is the plugging guy to play day one, start one. That's why I'm still open to that belief that the Jets are taking Justin Fields. If you look at Zach Wilson, if they take Zach Wilson and plug in day one, start him, he's gonna struggle. I really think he's gonna struggle. I've I will be confident enough to say that I watched that BYU Coastal Carolina game, studied that game more than anybody uh, I know. 
I'm confident in that statement right here. A huge close with Carolina fan. Had a lot of money on that game. I'm confident to say that. Zach Wilson, that defense of Coastal Carolina was the best game, best team Zach Wilson played all year. He balled out against the other teams. When he played Coastal Carolina, that defense got in his head and he struggled. He struggled. He did not look like an NFL quarterback to me. I get it. He drove down the field at the end of the game, but he got outdueled by Grayson McCall in that game. The future pro in Grayson McCall, I think. I like... I still think Justin Fields is the better pick for the Jets. They're not going to go there. I don't know what you think, but... Yeah, I mean, I I was thinking they'd get Zach Wilson before all this rumor really came out. He's just... I know Fields could sling it like him, but Wilson is the gunslinger. He's the pocket passer. When you look at all these guys, he's the main guy to do that. Uh, like in the 2-3-4 guys. Uh, other than Mac Jones, but I just... I think the Jets... This is where the, the stuff happens. You hear one thing, you hear the other, and this is where everything gets confused. I who, just who who goes two three four is usually the question everyone takes even after the even after the draft. Oh, was that the right I, order? I just don't understand why that rumor ever came about. For why they're taking Mac Jones, I get it, pocket passer. But if they need a guy, they want a guy that actually I don't know, but. Mac Jones just doesn't make sense to me. I guess he's a good pocket passer. But you're passing him on Justin Fields. When they said they're passing him to Justin Fields, I saw Mac Jones on Justin Fields going 24th to the Steelers. That was 24th. too much. 24th. If, if he's there for the Giants, Giants going to get him. That's just, why Ridiculous. not? That I don't. I would hope I don't I'm, see. So, I, what, is Trey Lance taking before him? Still? Yes. Okay, that's stupid. Trey Lance, I don't think he's going to be over. Damn. Um, here's the thing. So... If they take Justin Fields, I think the Falcons take Mac Jones, not Kyle Pitts. I don't know why Kyle Pitts would be that early anyway. Uh, I think Kyle Pitts is going to be the guy that falls in this draft. I He's just, the unicorn. He could go early. He could go late. He could yeah. go everywhere. So what he does is very weird. Um, the team I think trades in. I don't think the Falcons. I think the Falcons want Mac, Mac Jones now because he's a he's smaller Matt Ryan. He plays like Matt Ryan, pocket passer like Matt Ryan, and sling the ball like Matt Ryan. I think it would be great with Julio Jones and Mac Jones. Thing is, a team, I think the Patriots are going to try and flop with the Falcons. I think there's two teams that are going to trade in for these quarterbacks. The Patriots and the football team are going to trade in for Trey Lance. That's why I think the two teams trade in for a quarterback. That's what I think happens in this draft. Before... April 29th, I think we see Washington in the top 10 and the Patriots in the top 10 in this draft. Or what about on draft day? Last draft yeah. day? Anything like that. Before that team's on the clock yeah. and they're picked, I see one of those teams in the top 10 looking for a quarterback. I mean, it's, just, it's so interesting trying to play GM with all this stuff. You think you could find some information. Who knows? All these mock drafts could be totally wrong. It's just That's the crazy part about the draft. That's why it's one of the most hyped-up events. Imagine the Jaguars don't take Trevor Lawrence. They would Anarchy. be killed. They are, the Jaguars fans already bought Trevor Lawrence some wedding gifts. No, they're, they have to pick them. They better. They or else Jacksonville is going up in flames. Um, I wonder, What's your opinion on Devontae Smith? Where do you think he goes? I mean, I like the idea of the Giants because, like... But you think he's gone before that? That's the question. Like, you look at No, here, do you think he's gone before that? At this point, he's... It feels like his stock's almost dropped now because, like, Waddle could go before him possibly. Chase will go before him. And there's just others. I think he could be, like, that fourth or third wide receiver taken. So you think third? Yeah. You think he's over 11.5? That's his over-under right now. I I love the under, I feel like. Because, in my opinion, you got the Bengals now all of a sudden 
the narrative that they're taking so well is becoming more false and false every second. I think they get Chase for... Okay, but then the Dolphins are going receiver. You think the Dolphins are going to take Smith, right? So that's Maybe. two teams right there. That's, I don't know. So this, this, this is, is the reality scenario. The Dolphins might take him if the Bengals take Chase. The Dolphins might take Smith. The Lions might take Smith. The Panthers might take Smith. And then the Giants might take Smith. That's five teams I'm really looking at to take them before the 11.5 spot. I'm going to take the under. Well, yeah, if you have five cho- choices. I mean, yes, I do say all well, the Giants get them, but then at the same time, the Giants need rusher, edge rusher. We got Kenny Galladay, so you think maybe Smith probably falls on our board. So it's just, I but, don't know. I mean, he but makes yes, sense with the, with to the be a op- lion, I think, now. He makes sense, in my opinion. Devontae Smith to be a lion. Yeah. Lose Kenny Galladay. It's just funny how, like, oh, Giants could have had Devontae Smith and the Lions maybe re-signed Kenny G. Now the Giants get Kenny G. And maybe he goes to the Lions, Smith. But I'm pretty sure the past three or four years, the odds on favorite, where I see are going first, has been wrong by a lot. So. I mean, look at Higgins last year. So. Yeah, the, these things get messed up, get mixed up very quickly. Uh, I saw a thing saying Chase is the favorite. Best wide receiver by most DMs. Most DMs. Now, like, the Dolphins have two attacking by Loa. He's through to Devontae Smith. Yeah, that's Why would you question. not want that duo again? That's why I think Bengals get Chase with uh, with Burrow. Because if they go wide receiver. I see Nary Mockrap saying Bengals taking Sewell at four, five, which would make sense because your quarterback got hurt because yes, the offensive line. Need, but, but you look at the odds. Under five and a half is plus money. It's plus money right now for Sewell under five and a half. It's like plus one eighteen. Okay. I mean, I think the only option he goes to is the Bengals at this point. Uh, I see Rashawn Slater's eight and a half. Yeah, because they think he, he's his, the his stock. Okay, his stock's gone up. There's people that there's um, GMs that think Slater is better than Sewell. It's just going to depend what team. But I think the Bengals may want Sewell, but Joe Burrow's going to want his teammate, his old teammate Chase. That's uh-huh. what I think happens, really. Okay. I would, that would be great then for me. I've spent, I'm taking Smith's under all day. Minus mm-hmm. one, Tony two. With, yeah, that many One and a half. I think the Giants take That's such a Giants thing to do. He He's be, there, I think the Giants take him. That's he, such a Giants thing to do. Like right now, I think he could be maybe the third or fourth wide receiver, but he very well flip, be first. flip of the switch, he could be first or second. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, with that many options that need wide receivers early, that's a good that's a good choice to do. All right, we got a shift here. That was a lot longer of a segment than I thought it was going to be. Trivia. Team. Okay, this is a little tricky, a little confusing to tell. Because when I told Jackson about this trivia, he was confused for a while. Um, I'm going to try and explain it the best I can here, so stay with me. It's, we're just going to pick five teams. Okay, and the trivia question is, team with the earliest traded for pick in the second round. So... We're just going to pick five teams. The question is, so you know how the first round, the second round is the same as the first round. It's supposed to be. That order is supposed to be the same based off your record last year. But then there's trades. So then when it's supposed to be like Jaguars, Jets, Texans, it's supposed to be the first three in the second round. It could be Jaguars, Jets, Lions. And that would be the earliest traded for pick in the second round. Would be that third pick in the second round for the Lions. I'm not, that's not real. We just can pick five teams. If none of those 10 teams are it, then just give me the next earliest trade for pick of one of those 10 teams. Okay? That's going to be the, how it is. Or wins, wins. Trivia uh, wins. I have 29. Jackson has 20. 20. Brandon has 32. He's in first year. Brandon, again, is, still has his wisdom teeth. Uh, just taking it out, so he's still recovering from that. He couldn't really talk that well. So 
he's not here today. Sorry, we missed him. Um, sure, right. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna let you go first, man. But I, I got two. Are we gonna name off? Yeah, you go first. I'll go. I'll pick next two. Then you pick okay. next two. I know the team that traded out, guaranteed. Just obviously the team that traded in for it. Okay. Let me look at. Well, then you might have an advantage here, because I have no idea. Just don't take too long, please. Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Colts. Okay, I'll take Dolphins and the Jets. So you get two now. You took the Colts. I took Dolphins, Jets. Okay. Um. Bears. Okay. Interesting. And the Rams. Okay, that's an interesting one. Bears and the Rams. I'm trying to think what teams are like been training. You mm-hmm. know? Uh, I'll take the Jags. Right, you didn't take the Jags. Okay, so I'm taking the Jags. I think they probably got a second round pick. I feel like they gave away a lot of defensive players. Um, Jags. Oof, who's another team that got rid of people? Uh Oh, this is tough. You know, I'll take the Titans. I'm feeling like the Titans. Okay. I'm just trying to think who did that team trade with? Half of the, well, let's see. Go back here. Let's go with the Broncos. Broncos. All right. So that's your and then who's your last one? And the Browns. All right, I'll take the Lions as my last one. So you have Colts, Bears, Rams, Broncos, Rams, correct? Or is it Browns? Sorry. Yeah. Colts, Bears, Rams, Browns, Broncos. Broncos. I have Dolphins, Jets, Jags, Titans, Lions. Okay. So again, it's the earliest draft to traded for pick in the second round. So I gotta look up second round draft order. That should be found, right? Yeah. I hope so at least. All right. Uh. And full 21 NFL draft order. Okay, so again, earliest trade for pick. Okay, second round. Are we ready? Yeah. 33. Jacksonville Jaguars. That's correct. That's what it's supposed to be. 34. It's supposed to be the Jets. It is the Jets. 35. Supposed to be. No, this is supposed to be what it is, I think. Yeah, okay. This is supposed to be what it is. It says it. It says when it's traded. It's supposed to be the Falcons. It is the Falcons. Thirty-six. The Dolphins got the traded pick from the Texans. Okay. I walk away with a deal. That's still the same deal. I thought the Tunsil deal that I guess was still there. I'm assuming that's the same deal that they got the second round pick. Yeah, uh, I think. So. Next one after that was at forty-five. The Jaguars got the trade in from the Vikings. Okay. Do you know what team you were talking about that got traded out? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I knew the Texans were the team that trade out. Okay. Because they barely have draft picks yeah. in the next couple of years. Okay. I just, I couldn't think of it. So I had the first, I, had the, I actually option. had the only two. Mm-hmm. Jaguars traded in for the Vikings. I had that on my list. And I had the Dolphins traded in for the Texans. So I'm going to walk away with a win here. Third round, Washington traded in for the 49ers. And the Raiders traded in from the Cardinals. Jets traded in from the Seahawks. There'll be lots more. Vikings traded into the Ravens. Browns traded into the Saints. Lions traded into the Rams. That's in the fourth round. Uh, but that is going to be one for me. That's my 30th one here in the pod. Then Brandon's 32 of 30. You still have? 
20. Um, moving on to the big boxing match here. First, I want to talk. This is the biggest pay-per-view fight of 2021. Now, there is a UFC fight that nobody's talking about. It's Robert Whittaker, who's former UFC champion, uh, taking on Kev- Kelvin Gastelum, who's probably the closest man to beating Israel Adesanya for the belt. It was Israel Adesanya's first defense, or maybe it was the white, no, it was his first defense against Kelvin Gastelum. He almost got knocked out, but he recovered and won the bout. That fight takes place today. I'm hoping it's not the same time as the Paul Askren fight, because that's a big-time fight. It's a very underrated fight, very fireworks fight. It was supposed to happen two years ago, but Whitaker got sick. That's the wild Whitaker had the belt. It was supposed to happen two years ago. Now it's happening today. I'm on the Whitaker minus 270 because Kevin Gaslam stepping in on two weeks' notice. Not a full camp for him. Two weeks' notice. Whitaker is proving the doubters wrong every now and then. He beat Cannoneer. I think the UFC wants Whitaker, Adesanya too. They want that fight to happen. I'm going to take what UFC wants to happen. Okay. Boxing fight time. Askren versus Paul. I took a swig of water for this one. I'm going to ask Jackson for his prediction. Before we do that, I'm just gonna tell Jackson because you don't know the much about Askren Paul. I right? don't. You don't really know much, know much about, about Askren. I know. Well, like I his know career-wise. Paul. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I'm gonna tell you the resumes, and then you can that'll hopefully help you make a decision on what you want to do. Okay. All right. So who do you want me to start with first, Paul or Askren here? Go with Paul because it's quick. Okay. So Jake Paul, obviously YouTube star. <laughs> when we were in eighth grade, might have been the biggest YouTuber on YouTube. I remember all that stuff. And sure. you could not talk about YouTube without talking about Jake the Paul. The fight between Jake Paul and, and Logan Paul. And Rice Gum. Do you remember that? That song went platinum. Yeah. That this song. All that platinum. Diss. The middle school has played a crap out of that song. Uh-huh. People's Instagram posts were quoting that song. That was everything. Everything. Now I don't think he's posting in three years. He's a boxer. He's not a YouTuber no more. He's not focusing on that anymore. He's a boxer. Yeah. Uh, so interesting so yeah obviously big youtube star worth a lot more money than ben astrid because youtube pays it pays especially when you're number one you're the face of the company and he was on disney oh, don't yeah. like that he's yeah, a disney that. <laughs> uh star don't mm-hmm. know how he got out of that contract so easily but that's what he is and two fights onion gib he beat onion gib knocked him out first or second round um fifa youtuber i don't know if that matters to you at all Okay. Then he fights Nate Robinson, who is a basketball player, but don't forget, one of the shortest basketball players mm-hmm. to ever play the game. Shortest one to win the dunk contest. He knocked him out. And um, I don't know if you watched that fight. Did you watch that fight? I've seen the replay. Okay. It went all famous. Nate Robinson's never got hit before because you could tell when he got tapped, he was like, oh, I'm not. I'm in trouble here. So that's not going to happen with Ben Askren. He's yeah. not going to be afraid to get tapped. Uh, Jake Paul has some high school wrestling. Okay. Uh, not relevant high school wrestling in Ohio. Not like his brother. His brother plays fifth, I want to say, in the state tournament in high school uh, for Ohio, which Ohio's pretty good at wrestling. They're pretty good. I would say top 10 for states. Not as good as Penn and New Jersey, obviously, but pretty good. Um, they had their years. Now on to Ben Astrin's resume. Big time wrestler. Been wrestling probably since kindergarten sure yeah when he came out the womb probably um big high school wrestler in wisconsin um went on to wrestle four years in college i think missouri and another school i don't think he won with missouri i think he won with the other school but i don't actually know what it is um 
Two-time NCAA champion at 174 pounds. 170 was his weight when he actually fought. Uh, transferred then to Bellator because the UFC wouldn't give him a contract. He went to Bellator. Never lost in Bellator. Champion for a long, long, long time at Bellator. He had four knockout wins. Um, he beat two guys that were great strikers, but he submitted them. He did not punch them. Okay. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, well, he didn't submit them. He wrestled them. That's why he won. He wrestled them. Okay. Uh, when he was done with Bellator, he wanted to go to UFC. UFC still wouldn't give him the contract. He went to fight one. Never lost there either. He was champion there for a decent amount of time. He was 18-0. and 0. Uh, Then finally came over to the UFC. 170. Fought Robbie Lawler, which is, you know, in the UFC is a different ballgame. Because the Bellator, like the top five guys are killers, you know. Fight one, the top three guys are killers. When you go to the UFC, the top 15 guys are killers, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, he went over, fought Robbie Lawler, who's like the best uh, former UFC champion at 170. He fought Robbie Lawler. Um, I'm just going to pull up the stats right here. For this fight, he first first five minutes, Robbie Lawler almost knocked him out. He put him on his back. He was punching him. He was bleeding everywhere. Ben Askren was the her most hurt Ben Askren we've ever seen. Ben Askren, bad in that fight. Um, but guess what? He stayed his ground. He kept wrestling in that fight. He took him down, got to his back, submitted Robbie Lawler first round one submission. Do you know how many strikes? Ben Askren threw in that fight. Is it landed? Digits? Strikes landed in that fight. It's oh, Robbie Lawler. Zero. He did oh, not land okay. a strike. He had one takedown, one submission, <clears throat> won the fight. Okay. All you need, I guess. Ben obviously fought Jorge Masvidal. There's three strikes total in that fight. One knee, he was done. And then two extra punches, it was over. Yeah. Uh, so that was it. That's his career, though. He lost him again after that to Damian Maya, who's an up and comer right now. He's ranked ninth. At 170. So that's still another killer. Um, he's now 36 years old. Just coming off hip replacement. Which is not is a big time surgery. Now I don't know what that means to you. Cardio wise. But Freddie Roach. Who's a great famous boxing coach. Uh, coached him for a week. He said day one. Astrid was in tip top shape. They were, had a full workout and sparred. On day one. So. Okay. I don't know what that means to you. But that's. To me, means the hip doesn't mean it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, what do you think? So, obviously, we know the public. Oh, and they're fighting at 190. That's tw- That's not Ben Ashton's normal fight so who's time. who's cutting down? Who's, co- who's going Well, down? that's Jake Paul's normal weight. He fights oh, at God. 190. Ben Ashton fought his whole career at 170. So he's going to bulk up. This is his retirement weight at 190. <laughs> okay. This is not his prime okay. Ben Ashton weight at 170. Okay. So... Obviously, you know, all the public's on Jake Paul because of his fame. And experts have now brought the number back because it was pretty crazy at 150 for Ashcreen back down to 140, 135 or some books. From history, you usually fade the public. And that's what I'm going to do here. I'm going to go with Ben Askren. Let's just, I mean, it's just, it's both there. I think no matter what, when it goes far, both guys are going to struggle. We know Jake Paul's not going to have any stamina. Maybe Ben Askren, with that luck, will maybe have more stamina. And people think, oh, he will. Bastion's never had a problem with cardio. Okay, never. and then yeah, Jake and, Paul will not be able to go far. I mean, nope. this fight maybe not won't go far, but maybe that's how Ben plays it. He again takes it far. Bastion, yeah, that's what he does. And Bastion has never been knocked out with the Jorge Masvidal knee. Never really been close. The only time he got was close. The Jorge Masvidal knee knocked him out right off the start. Then the Robbie Lawler fight. I don't know how he didn't get knocked out against Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler. Okay. 
picked him up and slammed him on his head. He looked like he was out. And then he got cut a couple punches, was bleeding like crazy, stayed in there somehow. So, And I'm sure Robbie Lawler punches a lot harder than Mr. Jake Paul. Yeah, so. and then obviously boxing only strikes, landing only punches. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the experts here. You fade the public. I don't know a lot, but I do know fade the public. And Jake Paul could just be a little of too much of that eighth grade for us love from him. I'm going to go Ben Askren. Okay, that's the first time I ever heard you pull out the Fade the Public line. <laughs> so, you know, maybe you're learning a little bit. I haven't yeah. had a show in a while. So, yeah. here, this is where it comes down to me. Oh, I just pulled the Jackson yeah. knocked the mic over. I think this, it's you now. You've done it twice. Okay, don't be, don't, don't go too far there, Fine. man. Uh, Here's what it comes down to me. There's, I don't know, no one said this point. Not one person said this point. I haven't heard one person. I've heard people brush on it with topics. Like the whole cardio thing's huge. Ben, Jake Paul's never fought more than 10 minutes in a boxing fight. More than 10 minutes. 10 minutes. He's going in the ring against a certified fighter. And he's never went 10 minutes. There's a reason when you go UFC, they fight 8 to 10 times. Before fighting for a belt, there's a reason boxers fight 20 times before going for a belt. There's things you can only learn from fighting inside the ring. And Jake Paul and the Paul brothers haven't learned that. And they don't understand that they need to learn these things. Like, Jacob Paul thinks he can fight Floyd Mayweather right now that he's ready. Nope. Well, Jake Paul thinks he can fight a fighter right now that he's ready. I get it. It's an old fighter, retired fighter, hip surgery, doesn't strike. A lot of variables there. That's what makes it interesting, more interesting than if he was fighting a real MMA fighter, a current MMA fighter, to say the least. Um, but there's there's a reason why you're supposed to fight a lot of times before you have a big fight. We, The cardio, he has no idea how his cardio is. No idea. There's no way he knows what his cardio is going to be like 25 minutes into this fight. He has, There's no idea. He has no idea because you have to learn that inside the ring. He's never been there. He doesn't know. Doesn't know. And to think that he just picked that up and practiced on the fly, nope, he did not. And then another thing that you learn from being in the ring that he did not learn is how to get hit in the freaking face hard and still keep going, act like nothing happened. He didn't learn that. He said it himself he's never gotten hit in a boxing fight. Never gotten hit. That's a red flag for me. Red, red flag. He's trying to use that as a bragging right that no one can hit him. Obviously, people get to hit him sooner than later. And how does he react is the question. And that's that's something you need to learn before going into the biggest fight of, of your course. life. Of course. Not something you learn now. It's a guy that damn well does that every fight. So that's going to be tough, tough, tough for me to say Jake Paul can win this fight. It just doesn't seem feasible to me. Um, I don't know, Sean O'Malley, Sugar Show, he did a great, uh, visual description of how the fight's gonna go. If, you know, Ben Askren, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna let Jake tire him out. He's gonna let Jake get tired out. If we sit here in the fifth round, Jake Paul has not knocked out Ben Askren, I have serious concern for Jake Paul, because he's gonna freak out, he's not gonna be as non-tired as Ben Askren. In the late rounds, it's all about discipline. Yeah. Jake Paul's gonna come out firing in the first, second round, Mm -hmm. I bet. Now, Sugar Show made a great point that Ben Askren... You know, he's going to walk down Jake Paul. He's not going to be afraid of Jake Paul. He's going to walk him down. You know, he's going to, if he gets inside, he's going to win this fight. He's a wrestler. I'm sure he knows how to get inside. If he gets inside and close, he's going to land bombs against Jake Paul. He's going to, 
I think he's gonna be able to do it. If you want to see how he's gonna do it, go watch your show, Sean O'Malley's video. He does a funny, funny, uh, uh, over over exaggeration on how to do it. So it's kind of funny. Uh, Chael Sonnen. If you want to actually listen to an expert talk about why Ben Ashton's gonna win, I would go over to watch him. Uh, former UFC fighter, fought for five world championships. He lost every single one. One against John Jones, one of the greatest fighters of all time, but. He makes up great points. He said he's putting his whole reputation on the line that Ben Askren's going to win this fight. I've never heard this man Yeesh. say that, ever. But he thinks Ben Askren's coming there to compete. He knows how to compete. He knows how to work his cardio. He knows how to get hit. Jake Paul doesn't know how to do any of that stuff. Ben Askren's going to win the fight. If you want to hear more topics on that, go listen to his YouTube channel, because that's great. Um, I wish I got paid to say that, but I did not. I think Jake Paul wins the first round because I think Ben Askren's going to play it smooth, cool, and calm, collected. He's not going to be afraid. He hasn't been afraid yet. Jake Paul sounds like an immature middle schooler when he talks in these prep conferences. Very, very sad to see. Uh, it's very annoying, honestly, to watch. I think Jake Paul is just biting off two more sh- than he can chew. He, he, You know what else he did? How I said, like, oh, he's bragging that he's never been hit. He's bragging that he has early signs of CTE now. Wait, what? He did that yesterday. He bragged about that that because now he's trying to say, "Oh, I'm putting so much work. I even have early signs of CTE." Which is something you should say. Yes, yes, (laughs) that's what. Yes. Why are you trying to brag that you may have CTE? Now, that's the wrong way to say it. I get he's trying to say, but that's the way wrong way to say it. Chelsea said he doubted he redid the test because Chelsea's fought for many years. He doesn't even know where to do the test. Yeah, so the fact just... that Dory oh, a day away from his fight, he does the research to find out where to do a test, does a test. That's fake. Finds where early signs of CTE are. People don't find and that where out. And where would he even get that? Where would he even get that? People don't find that out until... Where would he even get CTE? I don't CTE? know. People don't find that out also until you're like 50 or 40. You always hear in the news, oh, late NFL star, blah, 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 may have early signs of this, that. You really find it out only when you die. There's no way to really tell when you're alive. Yeah, it's weird. It could just be, oh, maybe he has a headache. And he's trying to say, oh, it's because of how many times I'm getting hit in the head. It's CTE. That's just, that's stupid to say that. Yeah, I don't, I, I, don't know I didn't really f- understand that way yeah. to go with it. That's the wrong analogy. Yeah, it might By be. By a lot. Might be. But again, Jake Paul might win the first round. Ben Askren's going to play. He's going to play smart. If Jake Paul wins the first round, don't be alarmed. Guess what? Conor McGregor beat Floyd in the first round. Beat him four of the nine rounds. First. It's about knowing when yeah. to win your rounds. Yes. That's what the discipline is. I think Ben Askren wins. I do. He's going to be there to compete. He's going to stand in there in the pocket. He's not going to be afraid of Jake Paul. Jake Paul just has an ego, man. They, they're going to learn. They're going to learn that you don't learn everything but the sport of boxing, unless you're actually in the ring, you never want to pick a guy that's too high of your you're too high for you this early. Doesn't go well. Uh hey, I tell you in your career. This is why this is also why I, th- I think Jake Paul loses. Jake Paul's press conference been saying, Oh, Ben Ashton's representing MMA. Which okay, maybe he is. I would say he's more wrestling than the sport of wrestling. But because he's still coaching wrestling, but I get it. Nineteen fights, twenty fights, twenty plus fights in the in MMA. Okay, he's wrestling MMA. But Jake Paul is playing the 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 narrative that he represents the sport of boxing. 
the professional sport of boxing. He does not. He's not a boxer. He does not represent the sport of boxing. I'm sure there's many pros out there that don't want him representing the sport of boxing. Now, there are pros out there that don't want Ben Askren representing the sport of MMA, one being Jorge Masvidal, but I think we understand why Jorge Masvidal doesn't want Ben Askren representing the sport of MMA. Yeah. Yeah, if he's playing that narrative, he's going to lose because he's not, and the fact that he thinks that is very, very sad. At least you have like Ben Askren who's coming from MMA to boxing. Yeah. This is boxing saying Jake Paul is representing boxing itself. Yeah. Uh, that's weird. Never fought, really. Because you damn well know you put in any pro boxing in Jake Paul. Jake Paul's getting his butt kicked. Because Logan Paul went on his podcast about Askren saying he's been doing it three years. If you haven't done if you're not better at something in three years, then that's a waste of time. I will make the argument that if you've done any combat sport, whether it's wrestling, MMA, boxing, three years, not even close to enough time to go out there and fight a former professional fighter. That's done it for the bulk of their life. Yeah, three years is not enough time. Mm -hmm. And you know why? I don't think Jake Paul's a true fighter. You know why? What happens when Jake Paul loses his fight? What do you think he does? Cries. I think he retires. (laughs) And a retire... After losing one fight, a retiring a fighter retiring, that's not a real fighter, in my no. opinion. Like, Ben Ashton loses his fight. Okay, I lost. That's what Ben Ashton did against Tori Masvidal. Okay, I lost. What is my next fight? Yeah. That's um, that's it. That's what a fighter mentality is. I would also like to point out, on Logan Paul's podcast, he had Jake Paul on yesterday. So he had Ben Ashton on the other day, and I had Jake Paul on. Uh, they were making fun of people that have videos of like, oh, Body language, body language experts are breaking down the body language of Jake Paul, and they're saying how stupid it is because they all came out Jake Paul. Later in the podcast, they say, "Oh, Ben Askren's gonna lose because he looks so self defeated during the press conference." I was like, "You what? just said the body language means nothing, and now you're coming out Ben's body language it doesn't make any sense whatsoever." That was the funniest thing I've ever heard. It's just, and then they're trying to say Ben Askren's scared. Scared for a fighter doesn't mean anything. You know, like, people are saying John Jones might be scared of Francis and God. No, you know what John Jones is saying? Okay, I'm scared. Where's my mouthpiece? Let me get in there. Yeah. That's what a fighter says. So, and I, Ben Ashton's not scared of Jake Paul. He's dealt with some of the baddest men in the world. He's dealt with worse. The baddest men in the world. Come out Well, not just fists, with kicks, knees, elbows. Mm-hmm. Um, you only have one focus. And now it's Strike. just hands. Strikes. So, with the hand, yeah. I doubt he's scared of Mr. Jake Paul. Bashman wins this fight. That's my final decision. I'm guessing that Jackson yeah. fade the public. Fade it. They're going to get it done. Do it now because I just yep. looked at a couple books. Uh, yep. Sugar House and yep. Points Bet are both at 135 and Fandle's at 146. So it is going down. Uh, I, the only way Jake Paul wins this fight, I really do, is he knocks him out first two rounds. Maybe three. First three rounds. If he's knocking him out the first three rounds, he's in trouble. Man, yeah. he's in trouble, which I don't know if he's going to be able to not. The only way he knocks out Ben Askren is if Ben Askren goes in there and completely doesn't know how to box, which I doubt that. You know, because if he didn't yeah. know how to box, he would have got knocked out a lot more on the feet in the UFC. Yeah. So he knows how to defend some strikes um, from the feet position. So I highly doubt all that. And Ben Askren has a chin, man. He has a chin. So it's going to be very tough to knock him out. That'll be interesting. I think that is going to do it, though, here for the show. 82nd episode. Thank you for listening. I'm going to shout out on the Snap Story. So, if you're listening to this right now, listen to the whole episode. Thank you. Just listen to the boxing part. I hope you got a better uh, description on what 
what's gonna happen during this fight. I've been Joshua C. Jackson to my left. He's gonna say adios. Adios. That has been it. We are so excited for this fight. Vegas fight of 2021. See you.